Welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us for the podcast To The Mat, the real talk where we talk about wrestling and what's happening in the world of wrestling. So come along for this crazy ride. I'm your host, Leroy, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for all the support, and thank you for your continued support. And you can always find this podcast on Sunday, no particular time, but it's going to be out before the day is over. A way to start the week off a little basic stuff about what's happening in wrestling but i'm not gonna go over anything in particular but i do want to go over the Meltzer awards now remember these are not personally picked by dave Meltzer; they're the readers so for the luthez rick flair award number one john moxley number two roman reigns now personally i don't even know why the hell mjf's on there cm punk should have been a little bit higher but we know all the people who are Melser people, are all the people out there who love the Bucks and Kenny and all that. So, of course, CM Punk's not going to be up there, even though he deserves it more than most. So, that's no shock that CM Punk's only on 8. Um, Daniel Bryan's down on 10. Uh, Konoshke Koteshka. Um, MJF. I think MJF should have been higher. He should have been up there on number 2. Not... And John Moxley should not be number one. I give Roman Reigns a little bit of credit. Probably put him a number four. Maybe leave Osprey on number two. I'd put CM Punk on one. Personally. MMA most valuable fighter. So that's Israel. Whatever. I'm not good with these MMA names. And then Alexander is number three. I'm not. I, I watch MMA now and then. So I'm not too much into it. Most outstanding wrestler, real offspray. He is really good. Daniel Bryan's number two, so pretty good. I, I mean, this list isn't that bad. We have a lot of good ones on here. Moxley's still on there. Dax Hardwood is on, only down number six, so Moxley's above him. I don't know about the people voting for this. A war, okay. Average of the roar, of the wrestling top ten matches of 2022. So we have uh, Will Offspray. It doesn't say the two people. Dax Harwood is 8.81, so that was pretty good. Most Outstanding Fighter. Oh, that's MMA again, so I'm not going to go too much in it. Tag Team of the Year. FTR, number one. Super smart. Definitely good by these fans. I like that because that's definitely a good one. Mark and Jay Briscoe, number two, definitely. The Young Bucks, I don't know how the hell they're number three. I would have put a hell of a lot of people ahead of them. So congratulations to the Riot Tag Team. So best of, best interviewers. MJF, John Mosley's number two. All his, all his interviews, this looks like some skittish cycle shaking and... Crawling and doing all kinds of stupid shit. I, I don't get that at all. CM Punk was number three. I would have definitely put him above John Mosley. Sami Zayn is there. I'll give him credit. He's a good. He's good on the mic. Um, Eddie Kingston, very good on the mic. Paul Heyman, good. Kevin Owens, eh. Jay White, yes. Roman Reigns, number nine. Will Offspray, number ten. I... I can't say too much about that because, honestly, I haven't listened all that much to uh, Will Offspray. 
to say that I have a solid grasp on how he does. Promotion of the year. All Elite Wrestling. Stardom. World Wrestling Entertainment is number three. Number four is New Japan. I probably would have put New Japan up a little bit higher than that. Um, Impact is number six. Ultimate Fighting Championship. Dragon Gate. I don't know if I go f so much with that. I don't know. No one really deserves a number one this year. Best weekly show. AEW Dynamite. Okay. For wrestling, yes. WDW Smackdown is number two. AEW Rampage. Rampage, not all that great, so... I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. I, I, I don't totally disagree with that. I don't totally agree with it either. Pro Wrestling Match of the Year. Konosuke Kotesha versus Will Ospreay, Tokyo. I did not see that. I can't really say, per se. Actually, they're up there for a couple of ones there. FTR versus the Briscoes. That's the Arlington, Texas one. I honestly think that should be number one. And then they have that here. Uh, Gunther versus Sheamus. Pretty good. Um, Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins. Sick of his shit. Um, Adam Page versus Daniel Bryanson. Um, El Desperado. Eh. MMA fighter. I'm just going to bypass the MMA stuff. I'm, I'm not too much into it. So, I mean, I watch it every now and then, but I don't watch it on a regular basis, so I can't really say per se. United States and Canada Pro Wrestling. John Moxley, MVP wrestler. John Moxley, number one. Why? <sighs> Daniel Bryanson, Sammy. Roman was two. Chris Jericho was three. I don't know why the hell Chris Jericho's even up there anymore. He's fucking annoying as hell. He just completely latches on to anybody that has any momentum and kills them. Just take him off the list. I would even let... I would even... Even though I'm not a big fan of Cody Rhodes, I'd put him up there. He's number seven there. Sami Zayn's number six. Daniel Bryan, number six. Number S5, I mean. MJF, number four. I would have put MJF a lot higher than that. I don't know. John Moxley, I guess he could be on there. Who knows? Mexican MVP. I don't even know. I'm not even going to go there. Because I know I'm going to screw up the names. European MVP. Wool of Spray. Okay. I can give you that. Women's wrestler MVP. Soraya. Why? I have no clear. I have no idea. Bianca Belair is number two. Why? Jamie Hayter is number three. Meh. Uh, Becky Lynch. Don't even know why you're there. Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley should have been a lot harder than that, honestly. Women's MMA. I'm not going to go there. Bex box office drawer. That's MMA. Pro wrestling Roman Reigns. Okay. This is 2022 though. So. I don't know. CM Punk's number three. I would at least put CM Punk at number two. Because. I mean he blew it up. And sold out that arena when he came back. So. I don't know. I think that's a toss up for number one. Between CM Punk and Roman Reigns. John Cena shouldn't even be up there. He's, he doesn't even he doesn't even wrestle half the time. Feud of the year. FTR versus Mark and Jay Briscoe. Number one, yes. Number two, CM Punk versus MJF. I'm agreeing with this. Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes. No. God, no. Ugh. No. Elite versus Death Triangle. Eh. Um, 
Bloodline versus Kevin Owens, okay. Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho, bleh. Just Chris Jericho clinching onto somebody again. JAS versus the BCC, nope. Uh, most improved. The Acclaim. Okay. Meh. Wheel of Yuta, I don't know. He's the same shit. He didn't improve anything. I would have put um, Ricky Starks up there a lot more. Dominic is above Ricky. I think Ricky Starks up there more. I don't. I don't know why the hell. No. Most charismatic. MJF. Yes. Definitely. Sammy Roman CM Punk. John Moxley. I don't know why the hell they keep putting John Moxley on everything. They just love him. Daniel Bryanson is way down there. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Daniel Bryanson, best technical wrestler award. Okay. He's really good, so I don't know how Daniel Garcia is up there. I mean, he's decent, but. Bruiser Brody Memorial Brawl Award. Okay, you want to give John Moxley that? Go for it. That's mostly all his matches, anyway. Best flying wrestler. I don't know who the hell that is. And then they have Ray Phoenix. Dante Martin's number three. Eh, Will Ospreay. Ninja. Most underrated. Uh, Konoshke Takeshka. Number one. Yeah. Alright. I'll go with that one. Chad Gable. Okay. Ricochet's number three. Mustafa Ali. Eh, I would have moved him down a little bit. Ricky Starks. Kate, um, Eddie Kingston. Yes. Rhino, why the hell is he on this list? <laughs> Malachi Black's number nine and Soraya. We're almost done. Most overrated. Ronda Rousey number one and Tyrus number two. Okay, I finally agreed with. Well, I agreed with other ones, but I totally agree with that one. We're not gonna go through the whole list. Rookie of the year, Braun Breaker. Meh. Hulk's number two. Meh. I don't know. Solo consult. Whatever. Best non-wrestling performance. Paul Heyman, number one. William Regal, number two. Okay, I can agree with that. Rick Ross is on here. I have no freaking clue why. Best television announcer. Kevin Kelly and Excalibur is number two. Taz is number four. I would have moved Ian Riccoboni up there. I don't know. Worst television announcer. Corey Graves and Burger T. Another category I agree with. Booger T is just horrible. Jim Ross is number three, but jeez. Booger T is just completely and utterly freaking horrible. Velvet Sky is number eight. Michael Cold. Kevin Patrick. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's six? I think Pat McAfee's pretty decent. I definitely agree with Jericho. He sucks. <laughs> he is horrible. Wait a minute, I just hit the button and lost my place here. Give me a second here. We just gotta go down here. Where we go here? Wrestling Observers Awards. Here we go. Let's see. Going down here. Going down here. Most underrated. One uh, wrestling major show. I think. Oh, there we go. Corey Grayson, Brooker T. There we go. Uh, best major wrestling show. 
AEW and New Japan Forbidden Door. That was pretty cool. AEW Revolution, pretty cool. WWE WrestleMania, meh. Um, worst major wrestling show, WWE Royal Rumble, completely agree. Number two, WWE Elimination Chamber, meh. Best wrestling maneuver, Will Offspray, Hidden Blade. Alright. Adam Page's Buckshot, Pfft, that completely sucks. Kenny Omega's One-Winged Angel, that's pretty cool. So, uh, most promotion ticked, um, the most, the, the promoter, Vince McMahon, sucks. <laughs> 2022, worst TV show, Raw, no. Nexus should be above Raw. Then Rampage, then Raw. Uh, they're horrible. Worst match of the year, Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee, Okay. I'll go with that one. I'll give them that. I'll definitely agree. Worst feud of the year. Miz versus Dexter Loomis. Hell yeah. I totally agree with that. Ronda Valsey versus Liv Morgan. Yes. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. Bray Wyatt versus anybody is horrible. Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio. Don't even freaking remember the damn thing. Um, worst promotion of the year. WWE. NWA. Come on. You could put NWA above WWE. Um, best booker. Tony Khan. Eh. Rosie Agawa, Paul Levesque, eh. promoter promoter of the year, Tony Khan again. Wow, he won a lot. Dana White, no. Best gimmick, Sami Zayn, the Acclaim, Danhausen, Bloodline, Roman Reigns. Okay, that was pretty good. Worst gimmick, Maximum Male Models. Oh, definitely. Uncle Howie, yes. Kip Sabian, eh. Kip Sabian's kind of grown on me. Um, pro wrestling book. Bloodline versus Fire by Brian Solomon. Eh. Tales from the Territories. That was pretty good. That that one number one for a documentary. That was pretty decent. I'll give them that. Number two was Dangerous Breeds. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, there we go. We went through all the awards there. Most awards, man. Now the other thing is, is Vince McMahon back? <laughs> That's pretty scary to think about, man. I don't know. He, if he is back, he's doing a, does his shitty job as he did before, honestly. To be honest with you, it's... I don't know. There's probably a lot of people that went back there that are regretting what they did right now because. But then again, there's a lot of people that they bore back. That, you know. People are kind of like, mm. carrying cross, complete fizzle. He looked totally badass as hell. Like really looked top of the line badass. And then look what happened to him. He completely, completely fizzled out. But first off, I don't know why he has the hair. He looks so much more menacing. Shit, he even looked better with that stupid helmet on than he does right now. He looks horrible. I have no clue why anybody would say he's decent. 
he's a complete fizzle, and now he's jobbing to everybody under the sun. It's completely and utterly a disaster and a half. So, I don't know. I don't get it. He's kind of a fizzle. Mustafa Ali. I know he got mad because that fan said he was like... I wouldn't say he's the bad penny that you can't get rid of. I wouldn't go that far. But they gave him some pushes here and there. And he just... I don't know. He just kind of fizzled, man. Not something... Not really somebody I'm all that interested in, to be honest with you. I don't know. I just can't get behind it. I don't get it. I just don't. This man back, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that contracts are up in AEW that would think, oh, I can go to WWE, hang out with Hunter. <laughs> now they're thinking twice because they're like, hey, wait a minute, Vince might be freaking back. And honestly, I think they're going to have a huge problem selling the promotion. I know there's a few people that backed out already. I don't hear any buzz about Tony Khan anymore right now about buying into it. So who knows about that? I I don't know. I don't know about this, man. I I just I'm not too sure about that whole thing right now, so Um that's a pretty scary thing because everybody thought they had another promotion to run to if they didn't like where they were. And it's kind of like, is that really what you want? Because look, the people that are there, I mean, everybody's all excited about Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howie. I have no clue why. It's completely stale as hell. And this shit they've been doing with Bobby Lashley, no wonder Brock didn't want to work with him. He saw the freaking darkness at the end of that tunnel. Holy shit. And now he wants to retire because he's getting scared. They're starting to stick him in these shitty matches with these shitty people. He's going to retire after WrestleMania? Do you freaking blame the guy? I would retire in a second too. It's completely and utterly horrible. I mean, as far as Brock Lesnar goes, Vince McMahon booked him a hell of a lot better. Not saying that Vincent Mann is the ultimate booker, the best booker out there, anything like that. But holy shit, he did a hell of a lot better with Brock than... Triple H has ever done. Those feuds are horrible. And then. I'm I'm pretty. I give Brock Lesnar a pat on the back. Because you know what. He honestly, honestly dodged a bullet right there. With not going over there. And doing that whole feud with. Freaking Wyatt and Howdy. Because so far. The, the disaster with. With Bobby Lashley and them. These are big, monstrous, powerful freaking guys that are not only strong, but fast as shit. And here everybody's just putting them up against freaking Bray Wyatt and Uncle freaking Howdy Why. And please, don't tell me you're going to have the two of them win over Bobby. I don't care how you book it. If you book it with interference from Howdy or whatever the hell you're going to do with it. If you put them over Bobby Lashley, that is going to be horrible. He will lose all momentum. We will definitely 100% need to have MVP back with the whole freaking hurt business. Because that's the only way to save his ass after that fucking disaster. 
Because that just looks completely and utterly horrible as it can be. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just horrible. That whole stupid dancing and exercise shit with Bobby and... Then Howdy coming out and attacking Bobby. The guy's the size of a freaking twig compared to Bobby. And he just beat down Bobby. Come on, please. Bray Wyatt is not either. He he doesn't have what it takes to go up against Bobby Lashley. Honestly, if you wanted me to book this shit and put a good match into WrestleMania, I would have had either Bobby and or Brock facing Gunther. Now, it would probably have to be Bobby... Because you couldn't drop the boot, the belt to Lesnar because he's leaving. Maybe if he would have done that, he wouldn't have left. But he's getting up there in age anyway, so he probably would have left. But definitely, I would have booked Lashley versus Gunther. Big dudes, know how to wrestle, know how to move. Very good, amazing match they would have put on. Lesnar, I don't know. Cena or something, I have no clue. Since it's a one-off kind of. Just put him up against Cena real quick and let him win a win. Cena's going to be around again next year. Put Brock over Cena. Let him ride off in the pasture with a win and enjoy his life. But, and now, Seth freaking Rollins. Holy shit, this is horrible. It doesn't get any better. It just gets worse by the week. Is this horrible? Him laughing like a goddamn jackass with his stupid outfits and giggling like a... Oh. I don't even know who he's facing anymore at WrestleMania. I completely forgot and help that person because holy shit, if you lose to that goof and he's calling people cancers and everything. Oh, oh. He's always mouthing off about somebody. Did you ever look in the mirror or look at one of your matches? You suck. You're just a giggling jackass. How many people have you hurt? You ended, almost ended Sting's career. You're reckless and ridiculous. Do you even look in a mirror or look back at your matches? How many people have you injured because of your freaking recklessness? And you go out there and put out words about other people? Come on. Complete another bullshit, dude. You're a complete asshole. What you should do is shut up. Stop giggling like a jackass. Shut up about bitching about everybody because you're fucking useless. CM Punk could wrestle rings around you, but he wouldn't want to wrestle because you'd probably end his damn career with some stupid effed up move you did because you have no clue what the fuck you're doing in there. It's just horrible, man. <laughs> and now, Burger T was voted the worst announcer. <laughs> Even before they voted him this, I was thinking this the other day. Holy shit. To listen to him on Nexus is painful. I first of all, I don't know what the hell he's saying half the time. Oh, sucker, sucker! It's like horrible, and he's so one-sided. I, I mean, if you're gonna have a heel announcer, okay, he's gonna root for the heels or whatever. You don't even know what the hell he is because sometimes he takes one person and he really likes them and he puts them over. The next person he doesn't. I don't know whether the dude's coming or going half the time. He's horrible. I don't understand what the hell he's saying. He grumbles and mumbles some dumb shit. I don't even know how the hell he's an announcer. They were better off just leaving it on the goddamn podcast. I, you know, I honestly, I don't think I ever listened to his podcast completely. I listen to bits and pieces here. That's better than his announcing. 
But Jesus, don't take that much to be better than his fucking announcing. Because that shit's horrible, man. He is truly horrible. I'd rather have Pat McAfee any day of the week. I'd rather have Excalibur. Even though Excalibur comes up with these crazy words. But I do give credit to Excalibur and Taz the other day. If you watch Dart, they did make a comment about other people taking his names for moves and using them and trying to make it sound like theirs, their own. Yes, he does. He's like an encyclopedia of moves. That's for damn sure. Excalibur. And to say that, that was, that was a good heads up. I love Taz. I think Taz is great. Um, Ian Riccoboni and um, the other guy that's in Ring of Honor with him. They're great. They're, they're amazing. I like them. I'm a big fan of the Ring of Honor announcers. Let's see. Ring of Honor. Wrestling. I can't remember. It's Ian, Ian Riccoboni. And I forgot the other guy's name. I don't know why. Let's see. Announcers. Let's see. I'm looking at announcers. What? Why does that have Kevin Kelly? It's not Kevin Kelly who I'm thinking of. It's Rian, Ian Riccoboni and who's the other dude? Come on. Rhea, Ian Riccoboni and who's the other guy? Come on, man. I can't think of it. Anyway, you know it. You know who I'm talking about. But definitely way better than Burger T. Now... Everybody's talking about all these free agents out there and this person signing with that company and this. You know what I have to say? Honestly, the biggest free agent out there in my eyes is Jay White. He just has something there. His whole, um, what do you call it, premise and presence there is just freaking amazing. I think the guy's absolutely 100% amazing. If I was AEW, I'd definitely... Do everything in the world to get him there. And hopefully he sees the disaster over in WWE and keeps, you know, keeps marching right past them as they say, well, come to us and we'll give you this, that, and the third. The guy is freaking really good. He's part of the Bullet Club. You can reform and do another faction of the Bullet Club against the Elite. So you got a whole storyline straight right there. I think he'd be great if CM Punk is definitely coming back to AEW. That would be a really good match. Jay White versus CM Punk. Definitely, I would go. I would pay to see that for sure. That's a really nice. That would be a really good match. I think they do really good together. I know he's more that Japanese style because he's been there so long. But a much more polished professional than a lot of the people they have in AEW. Because, yes, they do have some kind of green little indie people out there. So, definitely. I would definitely put put all my efforts into signing Jay White if I was Tony Khan because, hell, you need him. I think he's an amazing, amazing add to that roster and to another person you have out there that you can use in your ring, use against a lot of great guys, MJF versus Jay White, Adam Cole versus Jay White. A lot of great matches there. 
Um, Ricky Starks and Jay White, really good match. Um, even Daniel Bryanson, I think that would be a great match. Although, if if CM Punk does come back, I do want to see CM Punk versus Daniel Bryanson, yes. Hopefully they get along enough to do a match. And if we're going to have that revolution tonight, if we're going to have, you know, the whole match with the Elite versus the the House of Black, I'm rooting for the House of Black for sure. I'm tired of the Elite. If they go to WWE, I wouldn't, wouldn't care less. But I'm, if they don't win, definitely. And if you're bringing back CM Punk and FTR, definitely have them come out and confront them. Let's put this match together. Everybody wants to see it. Let's put the bad blood to the side. Let's work together and get something going here. Definitely 100%. Let's get them the payback for the little childish shit they did when they came back making fun of the whole situation. Get them back for that shit. Let's have CM Punk and FTR come out and take them. Take the belts. Whatever. So, our call of action. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us where you find all your favorite podcasts. Anchor, Spotify, Google Pod, and yes, even I, where you find your iPodcast things. And our final word, I'm your host, Leroy. And thank you so much for listening and joining us. And thank you for all the support you have given this channel. And all your continued support. I look forward to hearing from you. And I look forward to your support. Thank you so much. And like always, let's have a great, productive week. And a lot of fun watching all this crazy wrestling. Thank you so much. Have a great day.